sure. but I think the element of especially using Facebook or any other social media platform to share your business on a week to week, month to month, day to day is really immature and ridiculous and will get you nowhere. Something has gone wrong in our society where we don't want to write in journals anymore and we don't want to write in diaries anymore. Like that's where our day-to-day frustrations used to be between ourselves and the page, right? And there's nothing wrong with getting it out when you're upset or you're annoyed by your partner. But this public display of conflict over and over and over again will get you nowhere. Folks have to learn how to curb their mouth. Hello, good afternoon. Hi, welcome. How are you? Thank you. I'm so sorry for the delay. It's okay, no problem. Who, who am I speaking with? This is Allison. <laughs> hey, Allison. I'm Paco. How are you? Fine, thank you. Good. Welcome to the Nuts and Guts podcast. And what what do you consider yourself as? Are, are you a dating coach or a dating guru? Oh, no, not guru. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I, I, I'm a certified dating and relationship coach. Okay. Okay. If, if it's simple, if you just want to say certified dating coach, that's fine, too. Okay. Because I lean more into the dating than I do the relationships, in all honesty. Okay. And and um, what city are you located in? Brooklyn, New York. Okay. I, I can sense that. <laughs> you, you, is, the, is it the accent or is it the energy? It's the energy. Like, it's nothing, nothing else but the energy. Like, it's... Not in a bad way. All good. All good vibes. Um, so, dating and, well, first of all, let, let's. I want to hear more about you. Like, when did you start uh, uh, helping others uh, to be successful in their relationships? Sure. So, I started my business formally two years ago, uh, where I started actually onboarding clients, creating a system, working with them, coaching them, and getting them to their goal. Some people's goal was just to get back on the dating scene. They might have been divorced, married for X amount of years. They don't know how to navigate the dating scene. Like, what are dating apps? What the heck is all of this? For some people, it was a committed relationship. For some folks, it's marriage. And so just helping folks get to their goals, right? So that's in the last two years, formally. But informally, I've been giving amazing advice to my friends and loved ones for years and years and years. Sometimes folks listen, sometimes they don't. And what happens is, is that when you're dealing with friends and family, they tend not to listen because you're just a friend. Versus when you formalize your business and you're working with strangers, they're gonna be more inclined to actually follow through. So my biggest successes have been with my clients in the last. Okay, now. When you when you speak about success rate, like what 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 are some of the stories that you may hear from women or from men? What are some of the stories that you may hear that, hey, I can't find someone or what what are some of the problems that that you are seeing? Mm-hmm. That's a really good question. So some of the problems that I find or that clients complain about initially, and then we do some digging. So let's talk about what people think their problem is. So um, for the most part, I work with women and not on purpose. I, I like working with men, but I think that men tend to do better working with men and women with women because I guess we're more identifiable and understand each other that way. So most of my clients are female. 
Now, what women will say when I ask them, well, what's the issue? Why can't you find or be found by? Women are real particular about, I want to be found, whatever. Um, why they can't find or be found by the right guy is they say, I don't have time to date, which is BS. They say um, that there aren't good guys out there. There's pee in the pool, which is BS. Um, and that they just don't know, that they feel like they just make poor choices and they don't know where it's coming from. That's more legitimate. So let's talk about the lack of time. We all know if there's anything that you're really interested in getting done, you are going to find the time to get it done. If not, you're going to find an excuse. I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to eat healthy. It's I don't want to work out. I don't want healthy. I don't want to date. I don't want to get to know new people. Mm. I want to just jump into a pre-made healthy relationship and think that it's going to continue that way naturally. It doesn't work like that. So that's the first lie, right? Then the second lie that they tell themselves is that there's this pee in the pool. We need to stop with that language. Pee in the pool. The dating pool is trash. There are good people and there are bad people. Can I, can I add one to that mm-hmm. list? The, the negative uh, memes about men the negative memes about women. Like, we have to stop that. That That's like, add something to that list because I'm tired of seeing it. How do you attract a man when you dog him on every post? Like, mm-hmm. but, but go ahead. I'm but sorry. yeah, that, that's, that's the pee in the pool. So they complain and they say, there are no good people out there. And so now that's translated in what they write online, the comments that they make, the memes that they share, all that's translated because it's, in their mind, they believe that there aren't quality men, uh, men or women out there to date in the first place, right? That's so as, as long as you believe that to be your truth, it absolutely will be your truth. That's what you're going to attract because that's all you're going to see. That's all you're going to notate. And then also we need to have a conversation about you say that you want, and this is for men or women, you say that you want the creme de la creme. Are you the creme de la creme? Would someone that you want want you the way that you present right now? And I'm not only talking about externally, I mean internally as well. We can't have an expectation that we want the best if we're not presenting as the best and we're not doing the work to become better versions of ourselves. So that's one of the, the, the biggest lies that people tell themselves. But the truth is, the last one that I said, which is sometimes people just don't know, is I'm, I'm picking the wrong ones, I'm making poor decisions, I don't know what questions to ask to assess if whether or not someone's a good fit for me. Um, I know I rush into things. Like sometimes people are forthcoming or they are insightful enough to know that they are missing something. There's some element that they didn't learn, they haven't figured out and then that's when they reach out to coaches or therapists or counselors or whoever to help them get dating back on track for them. For sure. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. Like I've been podcasting going on seven years now. I've been a part of different podcast shows um, so I've been doing this quite a while now and every time, um, I do a show about dating, it's almost like it's a disconnect because I, I guess some women feel like I'm attacking them directly. And all I want people to do is actually just be honest with themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and that's what, like with, with, with men, a lot of men, uh, that I've run with. That's a lot of things. A lot of a lot of times we deal with a woman that lives in a bubble and lives in a in a space where um, I'm perfect, <laughs> mm-hmm. like or, or like you know I I got all this like I put a prime example is 
I want a man, but I I don't need a man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I don't understand that from women. You know, can you kind of break that down a little bit? Like, well, why do women feel that way? They 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 say, I want a man, I want happiness, I want a marriage, but I don't need you. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is that I think they're speaking literally because we're no longer in the 1950s, right? Women, sure. you know, at least from the 1800s, women can vote, women can own property, women can open up accounts, bank accounts, are the things that literally men as a society, as a patriarchal society held women back from being able to do so that they can have full control, right? So women can own property, they can purchase a home. And many times women are, or not many times, but sometimes are out earning their men. So they're speaking from a literal sense. Yes, literally, we do not need men. And that might sound ridiculous to say, well, duh. But no, like 70 years ago, we literally did need men. We could not provide for ourselves. We could not Mm. feed ourselves, right? So making that distinction might sound ridiculous from a man's perspective. Of course, we don't need you, right? Right? Obviously, I can function. But for women, historically... Their need that distinction needs to be made because 70 years ago that was not our truth, right? So I think when women are saying I don't meet need men, that's where that's coming from. It's coming from a place of of trauma, and it might be generational trauma, but it is what it is. You know, I, I would like to think that if you're a black listener, you can kind and a black male listener, you can kind of compare it to being black in America, right? Like understanding that there are traumatic experiences that black people have faced in America. So as a result, Black people are not going to react the same way when the police pull us over, when they tell us to stop, right? Mm. Like we might run, even though we know that's not the smart thing to do. So understanding that there's generational trauma uh, based on who you are, that's the same thing for women. So when we say we don't need you, it's because really historically for the first time, we legitimately don't need men in order to function. And I I respect that. I I love that and I respect that. But like when when I do these dating shows, when I when I talk about relationships, is is more coming from like how do you get to how do you work together? Mm-hmm. Like because because I could be a single male, which you know what I'm saying, which I am, and I can I pay all my bills. I, I live alone. I have two children. I have the same story as a lot of single women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so how do you? How do you work together? Because I know, no, I don't need you. I don't need you to come cook and clean for me. Right. I don't need, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's none of that. Right. Is, is what I'm saying. How do you work together? Mm-hmm. So I think the, the way that we can work together in this way is to, we can be honest and say need. I think it's a given at this point. Like, okay, we, we, we get it, right? We, no one needs anybody. Um, but it's about your wants. So let's talk, let's forget about what you need. Obviously, no man needs a woman and no woman needs a man in the society, in the global society that we live in. So let's talk about our wants. What do we want? We want healthy children. We want happy children. We want to be able to amass some kind of wealth to pass to those children. We want to live comfortably. We want a nice house. We want a nice car. It is so much easier. And then, of course, the obvious, which is the partnership, this, that, and the other. So it's so much easier for me to amass the things that I want in my life and, and for me to create the future that I want for my children if I have a partner, right? So let's talk about what we want. Now, based on that, we can then create a plan of how we're gonna get there. 
But I agree with you with sticking with the, well, I don't need, I don't know. Well, that's a given. We know that it's 2022. No one needs anybody. But guess what? For a lot of the things that you want, you want children, you want a two-parent household, you need a second parent. So if that's what you want, then there are going to be things that you need from a man or that you need from a woman. So let's talk about what your goals are. That's one of the first mm. things I do when I work with clients. So tell me what your goals are. What are your desires? You know, I want someone to grow old with. Okay, so that means you need a man. I want someone to raise my children with. That means you need a man in order to fulfill the goal. So that you start with your wants and then you create a plan of action on how to get those wants. Got you. So I have another question for you. So, and I, and I agree with you. It's no, no uh, rebuttal towards uh, your last statement. I, I, I've been preaching about maturity in relationships and from the angle of keeping people out of your business, you know, I don't, I don't think your friends and family need to know everything will go on in your household. Mm-hmm. And I always, I, I come from a two family household and, and I was um, always taught like the minute that you tell people your business was going at home, that's the minute that you let the devil into your relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how you feel about that, the only, the only, only way I like how I feel about it is if, if you are being verbally abused or physically abused, you know, you probably should say something to somebody, you know, but outside of what y'all go through on a day-to-day basis, everybody don't need to know that, you know, um, but I don't know how you feel about it, but I see that a, a lot of times in 2022, like mm-hmm. everybody know everybody business. Everybody mm-hmm. know what happened to Ray Ray, what happened to Keisha, like what's she doing, what he not doing, you know what I mean? How do you feel about protecting a relationship? So I think there is um, a fine line and I agree with you. I think that everybody just needs to, to be in your business, but I do think that the fear comes in. There's a fear, especially coming from women that they feel as though when a man doesn't at all publicize that he's in a romantic relationship is because he's living a double life. And that's, and I think that's a reasonable fear to have because it's happened a lot, right? Like when, if you quiet about the fact that you got a woman is because you want to put yourself in a position to get more. So it's not unreasonable. I think that your relationship, the fact that it exists should be public be- if you are a person who shares other things. So if on mother's day, I posted a picture of me and my mom that says happy mother's day. And then on another day, I'm posting about me and my new job. If I'm sharing things in my life, but yet the one thing I don't share in my life is my man, that is questionable. So the fact that I'm in a committed relationship should be public news. If I'm a person who shares everything else, the promotions public, the, the, the trip to Jamaica with my girlfriends is public. Everything else is public. So that should be too. If that's who I am online. Right. But I think the element of, especially using Facebook or any other social media platform to share your business on a week to week, month to month, day to day is really immature and ridiculous and will get you nowhere. Something has gone wrong in our society where we don't want to write in journals anymore and we don't want to write in diaries anymore. Like that's where our day to day frustrations used to be between ourselves and the page. Right. And there's nothing wrong with getting it out when you're upset or you're annoyed by your partner, but this public display of conflict, over and over and over again will get you nowhere. Folks have to learn how to curb their mouth and not share unless, like you said, unless there's a situation of abuse. But if it's annoyance 
or regular life frustrations that should not be publicly displayed but hiding your relationship that drake you know i wasn't hiding my son from the world i was hiding the world that's bullshit we're not falling for that if you could put everybody else happy birthday merry christmas i got the job i got the car you need to be putting your man and your woman online too all right well let me now let me ask you this so or let me say this how do you how do you feel about a person like your significant other just being a target or what if they have a what what if your significant other have or you or your significant other have has a lengthy past and out of the woodworks all these women or all these men are in your dms i can do better you know do you what what i'm asking is do you sometimes feel like it make it worse by posting your significant other or do you become a target? Now, my understanding is what I've heard because I haven't lived it is that many times when a guy is in a committed relationship that makes him more attractive to some women because some women will say, wow, look at how great he treats her. He took her on vacation. He bought her this bag. He didn't take me there. He didn't take me there. Or or not with him and I want that life. I want to replace that woman, right? So, sure. so yeah, and yeah, it could also be exes, or, and you know, that's another conversation for another day. Well, how exes feel? We don't care about how exes feel because his ex is over. But looking, it's like, wow, I want to live that life. I want to be treated so well, right? And so sometimes some d- nasty women will try to destroy a relationship. Let me tell you something. This idea of oh, people are going to DM me or people are going to DM him if. So what? You don't have no control? You a grown man or a grown woman. If you choose to engage because you're getting more attention now that you're in a committed relationship, then that means that your relationship wasn't solid in the first place. There's no DM that's going to make me cheat on my husband. There's Mm. no message or no additional attention that I would get that would make me cheat on my husband. If someone decides that they want to cheat on their partners because they decided to, not because they have seven more DMs than they did last week after they posted some girl. Word. No, no, I agree with that. So it's it's 100% a choice that an adult needs to make. And just because they have some additional flirtation that they didn't have the week before they posted their new person, then that doesn't, that doesn't give them the excuse or a logical reason as to why they should do something wrong. So I'm not concerned about, oh, I, sure. you know, I don't want to post my partner because now that's going to bring me unwanted attention. Ignore the attention, just like how you would have for any other instance that you got extra attention. Look, you got sure. fresh haircut. You went to play basketball. You looking sweaty and nice in your in your gray sweatpants. You ignore attention then. Ignore the attention now. For sure. Or you want that attention if you don't ignore it, right? Like you gonna you gonna play into that attention, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. And that comes with maturity too. Now, how do you how do you deal with a with a woman? Um, and I I want to just I know you deal with women most, but how do you do? How how would you deal with a woman or a man? Um, in a in an instance of age where it says like, "Hey, I'm forty, just say I'm forty eight, and I and I haven't, I I have my career, I have, uh, I have a uh, my children, I'm a grandmother now, and I'm still looking for love. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you, how do you deal with a woman? Or, or a person that that's, you know, they 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 season. They they got mm-hmm. everything together. They got they got life insurance. They got their own house. Mm-hmm. You know, two cars. Like 
they established, but the one thing they they haven't figured out was true love. How mm-hmm. do you help? How do you help a person like that? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is that it's not much different than somebody who's thirty eight, right? Um, or or thirty. If they're serious about getting in a committed relationship, then they have to go through the dating process just like everybody else. I think that um, they might be to an advantage because what they're looking for is solely emotional, right? Like they're looking for a solely emotional connection. They don't have young children, no disrespect, to get in the way of the process of dating because when you do have children, it complicates young children, it complicates the dating process, right? They might not have any children. They might have older children. They don't have to worry about that. They're not necessarily concerned about like extreme financial security because they've already have that covered. That means that what they're looking for is 100%, or not 100%, but mostly an emotional connection with another human being. So it actually might make things a little bit easier for them compared to somebody who's 30 who says, you know, I have a young child and I'm trying to date. I'm, I'd, I'd like somebody to buy a home with. Now they have to worry about the finances of the other person, the credit score of the other person. You know what I mean? Um, also, if you're older, you probably are dating people who are close to you in age who tend to be more serious. Mm. So that's a win for you where you don't have to worry about as much an, a fellow 48-year-old man running in the streets. A 28-year-old man rightfully should be running in the streets, having a good time, you know, exploring and learning what he likes and what he doesn't like. So for the older crowd, it's not significantly different. And in actuality, there are some benefits of being older because, again, you're not looking for the same level of of safety and security that a younger person is and two the people your age tend to be more serious for sure now i i am a 40 year old man and at my age i can go up in age or i can go down in age Mm -hmm. and i know personally like if you're a single man a lot of times you flirt with both of those lines um, and I, I think it's unfair to, for women because that's what they're dealing with. So if a lot of times, like if a, if a young lady, whether it's a friend or or someone that listens to my podcast, they say, well, you know, this guy's playing all these type of games. And, you know, he he calls me, he don't call, he don't answer the phone or he texts me sometimes. I know he don't have anybody else. So pretty much you have a a 40 plus year old man kind of still playing uh playing the games and playing playing the field or whatever. Do you have any advice for women so they um uh they to protect themselves mm-hmm. from 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 the from the manipulators or the the players or or whatever? What do you say to women that, you know, probably the older women or younger women that, that's dealing with uh, a gentleman of that stature? Mm-hmm. So um, the first thing that I would say to, to kind of answer where you were going in the first half of the question is about the older man, younger woman. And so I, I would agree with you, you know, quote unquote, it's not fair because then men have more options, right? Um, it's acceptable for an older man to date a younger woman. It's acceptable for an older man to date a man that's his age, where when it's the reverse, a woman is a cougar and she's probably buying them things, which is maybe even similar for men too, but that's kind of like the expectation in our society. It's not outrageous for a man to woo a woman 
but for a woman to woo a younger man, she's kind of looked at as pathetic, right? So that so that does definitely complicate things. What I would say is I'd like to use Tyrese as an example. I don't know if you've been paying attention to what's going on with Tyrese and his romantic life. He's 43. He was dating a woman in her 20s, and he's upset because she doesn't want to get married and get settled. So these men who are interested in playing the line, like you said, and go younger, okay, cool, but understand that are you going to be comfortable with the lifestyle that somebody who's significantly younger than you is going to want to lead? If she she wants to shake want, her ass still. She wants to shake her ass still. And, and as she should, and, 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 and she's not wrong for doing so because that's where she is in her life. If it's the hookah and the fun and the going out with girlfriends and not being with you and not wanting to take care of home and not wanting to wash your drawers and all that type of stuff, you can't be surprised. So yes, I do believe that men have more options on the dating scene, uh, but I don't know if those those options are necessarily quality in the sense that they might not match where that man is in his life right now. He literally may not have the energy to keep up with a woman who's significantly younger than him and then has the audacity to complain and say she don't want to get married. She's 25. Of course she don't. And beautiful, right? She doesn't want to sure. do the things that women your age would jump to do. So you got what you asked for. You wanted a pretty young thing and that pretty young thing is running you rampant, right? right so there's pros sure. and cons. Now, what advice do I give to women on the dating scene to avoid the players, to avoid the guys who aren't serious? So one of the things that I highly recommend is that from the gate, you should be respectfully clear about what you want. So I'm not saying, I'm not coming on and saying, Paco, my name is Allison, and if you ain't trying to marry me, then I don't even know why you're talking. I'm not going to be nasty. I'm not going to be ghetto. I'm not going to be obnoxious and abrasive. But if I were to meet you, I'd say, hey, Paco's nice to meet you. We would do a little small talk. And I would say, well, Paco, what are you looking for? You might say what you're looking for. And then I say, well, you know, I'm looking for a committed relationship. And the reason why you want to have that conversation early in the game, when I say early in the game, I'm talking about before we go on a first date early in the game is because many times a player is going to say this chick is too clear about what she wants she's mm. telling me from the get-go which means that later on she's going to be pressuring me she's you can't not play worth with her the headache hmm? you can't play with her right she's not worth the headache mm. i am going to go with someone who's unsure i'm going to go with someone who's okay with a situation and you want to say that early because what happens is is that people are less inclined to lie to you and people are less inclined to invest in you if they know what you want is too damn much. So Paco might say, well, you know, Allison's a nice lady, but she came on a little too strong for me. I'm going to keep it moving. But if I hold out on that information, well, Paco, I want a committed relationship. And eventually I'd like to get married. If I'm that upfront with you and you, and you like it and you down, then you'll rock. Now, if I waited months to tell you this, well, now you're going to feel like, well, damn, I didn't, I'm halfway in love with Allison now. I didn't spend money. I've introduced it to my family. Maybe I can try to hold on a little bit longer. This is why you want to tell them early in the game, before your first date, what you want, because people are going to be less inclined to play with you when you are forthcoming about what you want, because it's too much work. They can just move on to the next chick. Sure. I think, I think that's what every, what everybody though, with, with a guy, if, if you like multiple women, in your bedroom, if you like multiple women, period. If that's what you own, like the like like the earlier you tell people what you want is the the better chance of it happening, or or you not wasting that person's time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and I think 
we've lost the 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 form of communication with the with with each other. Mm-hmm. Everybody's complaining about everybody, you know, and and that's my biggest gripe. Like it's just like, hey, like you're not perfect, young lady, and I neither am I. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think it's a whole list of things that we need to work out within ourselves before we start seeking out other people. You know, and that's where I'm at in my life. You know, and and I I love having these conversations because I don't always want to come across as the bad guy or somebody that's trying to down a play a woman or anything like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's just how do we get to a place of understanding? How do we build together? Everybody got their own money. Everybody got their own bag. Everybody got their own place to live at this point in our lives. How do you, how do you come together? I you agree. Know? So, I don't know, Alice. I, I appreciate you um, for coming on today. And um, can you tell my audience where to find you yeah. and, um, and and the services that you offer? Sure, sure, sure. So again, my name is Allison. You can find me on every social media platform, but my favorite is Instagram and YouTube. It's at Align, A-L-I-G-N, with Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N. So Align with Allison on every social media platform. And I offer free trainings, free eBooks, as well as paid masterclasses and full-on coaching programs. I teach women how to find the partner that they deserve by one, doing the work to become deserving, and then two, learning how to navigate the dating scene in 2022 and beyond. So you can check me out at bookallison.com if you're looking for resources or check out my Instagram. I I want you to check out my videos, see what my stance is, see if it's in alignment with your own beliefs, if you think that it makes sense for you, and then you can decide from there whether or not you want to continue. Sure, you dope as hell, man. I, I, I was looking at your reels and stuff like that. Like, I, I love your energy. I, you know, um, mad respect. You know what I mean? I and then guess what? I, I'm I'm going to invite you out to probably one of my events. I do an event called Smoke Free Weekend, and it's around. I, I normally host this event in different cities around the country, and I have people from all over the country come to this event. And so we're gonna we're gonna be talking and working. And of course, I'm going to have you back on um, on my podcast and I appreciate your time. Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate you. For sure, y'all. Hey, yo, this is the Nuts and Guts podcast. I'm your host, Black Paco. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Allison. You're welcome. Have a good one. Yeah, yeah. Looking for a plumber in your Cleveland, Ohio area? Henderson Plumbing at 440-850-3431.